Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Walk me up to love and start forever now. Forever now. Take my Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Show this morning, and there is an old joke that I dearly love for all sorts of reasons. I, I've used it in devotions. I do a devotion at a retirement assisted living um, a facility in Moxville. I've done it for years and years on Thursday mornings, and I always, I've probably told this joke once a year because it speaks to the childlike heart in all sorts of different ways. And if, I don't know if you're familiar, but if you want to, to, to wow the heart of folks that are in assisted living or a retirement home, bring in a child. I mean, they love children. They love to talk about children. They love the thought about it because it's kind of like they get back to that childlike heart. And so this joke along those lines is a pastor was preaching on the 103rd Psalm, verse 14 specifically, and he began, Dear Lord, and with arms extended and a rapturous look on his face, without you, we are but dust. And he would have continued, but at that very moment, and a very obedient little girl who was listening very carefully leaned over to her mother and a quite audibly shrill voice said, Mommy, what is butt dust? <laughs> I, just, I just think that's hilarious for all sorts of reasons. And Psalm 103.14 says he knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. <laughs> and we are but dust. The reason I want to go there this morning is for some reason, God has had me on this lesson plan for a couple weeks about just being dust. And, and but dust really brings it home for me. <laughs> and... and you know, it's it's interesting to me that the original impression that God had on my heart to do this show, the thing that he put there and the thing that he continues to bring to mind is, Robbie, get on there and talk about what broke your heart all those years in the car business. And this show is a lot about hearts. So we're going to talk about that today. But what broke my heart in the car business for years and years and years was people that would come in. And, and, and they would trade a perfectly good car, you know, that maybe had 40,000, 50,000 miles on it, and they were already in all kinds of debt just to pay for that car. And then they would just compound their debt and put themselves in all kinds of bondage to get some new trinket, some new toy. And all of a sudden, their family's, you know, making between two cars, you know, $1,500, $1,700 in car payments. And, and it would just break my heart because I knew that the car that they had would last it. They would just pay it off and, and take care of it that, you know, like I've said for years, if you take care of your car, it'll last as long as you do. So my heart was broken over this and God wanted me to talk about this on the show. And I've talked about it for years. And, and 
<laughs> but he really wants me, or what he impressed upon me this morning to talk about was this vision story that I want to share with you, which has to do with my heart. And it has to do with, I, many know that I get up early and I pray every morning for a long time. And I have a dear friend who, who also prays like Saturday mornings. He tells me he, he prays five or six hours and he often experiences what he says, you know, going to heaven because he'd say, you know, we're seated in the heavenlies, Robbie, you know, and he'll quote the scripture, you know, and so it's not unusual for me to go into heaven and sit on God's lap. And he tells me about all these adventures in heaven. And for years, it's made me very jealous, honestly, like, God, how come I never get to go to heaven? You know, I pray and I get to do all this stuff, but I didn't go get to go on this adventure to heaven. And, you know, the other day the, that friend of mine told me another story and I was, I was on my heart. And so I had had a particularly difficult week. My father had fallen and broken his neck and, and his nose and several things. And, and I was in the middle of that. I still am in the middle of all that. And I'm sure that that has some effect on what's going on in my heart right now. And so I, I'm praying away and I, I'm, I'm saying, God, I really, I want what Adam gets to do. I want to go to heaven. I, I want to know what heaven, I just want to see what that's like. Just please give me a vision of what that might be. And so I, I went on to another part of my prayer and, and a minute or two later, it wasn't terribly long after I'd really expressed my desire to see heaven. I get this very clear vision. This is not like a, a thing that I'm imagining in my mind. It's like, I see this and I only get to see it for me, like maybe like 15 seconds, maybe 10 seconds. I don't know. It wasn't long, but it made an impression. And it wasn't like I was seeing something in my head. It was like, that was there. That's what I was actually seeing. And what I saw would be similar to an Adobe house. <laughs> and, you know, I, I spent a lot of my life out West and growing up. And I, you know, when I graduated from high school, I lived in Albuquerque. And, and after that, I went and lived in an actual Adobe house that was made out of, you know, mud. And so I knew exactly what I was looking at when I saw this vision of this house. And Jesus has such a sense of humor that what he was telling me was something that I, I think we all know is that heaven is within us, right? I mean, that's the scripture. Heaven is within us. And since we are but dust, <laughs> you know, in this case, he was saying, Robbie, you know, you don't have to go far to get to heaven. It's right there in your heart. And it's but dust. And, and again, he speaks my language. So, you know, to me, and I'm sure that when you're praying, he speaks your language to you. But this is, from my experience, Jesus' playful way of saying, Robbie, really, you know this stuff. You understand what this is. So I want to talk a little bit about what I think that really inside the heart of a vision of what I've shared over the years and what God has shared with me um, about the holy, the holy of holies, and some things I think you'll find fascinating. And we're going to talk about that. But I would love to hear your vision. Right. Sometime you got you ask God for something specific you want to see. Maybe it was the seventh heaven. Maybe it was something else that you you felt like a Bible story or something that you really wanted to see. I would love to hear that story this morning. And you can call in at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Please, I would love to hear your vision. God gave you a vision. We would love to hear it. I know it would encourage lots of people listening this morning. Um, 
God has blessed us to be on 63 stations across the country. So you really, lots of folks could hear your vision and be encouraged that God really wants to show us stuff if we'll take time to pause and listen and, and do that kind of thing. Also, I want to give you an update. We had a very busy week with the Jesus Labor Love. I want to share some things God did and some things God's wanting to do with our help, but we need to pray them through and, and be involved. The Jesus Labor Love is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And it's it's right there at christiancarguy.com as well as uh, you know, the application, if you need help or the prayer request, these people that I'm going to talk about today, their, their prayer requests are there at, at christiancarguy.com under the Jesus Labor Love, as well as, of course, podcasts or previous shows. You heard a show that you wanted to send to a friend or something or maybe listen to again or listen to in, you know, while you work out or whatever, you can go to the podcast page at christiancarguy.com and Christian Car Guy Theater. All those episodes are absolutely free and that's a resource that, that we want to share. Obviously, there's you know, want to know, interestingly, one of the most downloaded <laughs> things at ChristianCarGuy.com is my prayer for a vehicle. I wrote a prayer for you know that you would pray for over your vehicle, and I wrote that years and years ago. And, and apparently, forty or fifty folks, you know, a week go and get that prayer, which excites me uh, that, that 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 God is putting it on their heart to pray for their car. And, and I'm hoping He takes them you know, someplace for that. So all those resources, stuff on how to fix your car, things on how to save gas mileage, it's all there at christiancarguy.com. Now, as we begin this story on what, you know, let me say one more time, I would love it, love it, love it, if you would call with a vision that God gave you. And maybe it starts with a good joke. I'm good with that. (laughs) 866-348-7884 7884 is the number to call in. This is a live show, and that's what we love to hear is your stories of how God showed you something. 866-348-7884. Well, years ago, I was reading a book by John Eldridge called Waking the Dead, and it kind of spoke to the holy of holies, and we're going to get to that when we come back and where all that goes. But first, we would love to hear your vision story. I see somebody's calling in right now. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. So much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Stay tuned. Today on Christian Car Guy, we are but dust. And, you know, God gave me a vision along those lines that I just thought was more than amazing. But let me say quickly that, and by the way, three folks have called in, so we got some stories to listen to this segment. I'm very excited about that. But, but years ago, I started doing that devotions at the retirement home, and, and somebody told me, if you can give them something, they really like that. So I started printing out my jokes every year, and I became, became known... <laughs> as the man with the papers and oh my word you know how those have grown it's at kingdompursuits.com i i just can't even believe now i think there's over 500 people a week that get those jokes from kingdompursuits.com that i post every week before i go share them so i thought i would share that as well we have i think it's 
Bilia? Am I saying, uh, say your name for me. I'm sorry. I don't want to get it wrong. Is it Bildia in Salt Lake City? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Say it for me. Hi, how are you? <laughs> how are you? Have you got a, a vision to share with us? Yes. Um, I actually, ever since I was little, I, I've had a couple of dreams that have impressed me. I don't know how to describe the feeling that you get when, when you have dreams like that. But like you were saying earlier, there's a difference. There's a difference between having a dream and then having a vision. Right. Um, because it's actually, you're not really quite asleep. You're like in a state of, of peace and you just really close your eyes and then all of a sudden uh, something happens to you, right? Wow, yeah. So, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> yeah, so the thing is that uh, this one time I, I, I was going through something really, really hard in my life and... I wasn't expecting anything amazing to happen, um, but I actually saw, I closed my eyes. I remember I was just like laying down in the living room, and I closed my eyes, and I literally saw like the heavens open, um, and, you know, it kind of seemed like heaven came close to me, because <laughs> he was just right oh, there. Yeah. Um, and uh, what I... What I saw was God sitting in His room, and you know when they talk about beautiful and, and you know in the scriptures and the description of gold and things like that, there's nothing really that you can compare in this world to the beauty oh, you can wow. see over there. <laughs> I am jealous. I am so jealous. That is so awesome. I bet I can't even imagine. But what a gift He gave you. Know, you, you know. Yeah, and I still don't know why I have experiences like that, but. When I when the heavens opened and I saw uh, God Himself and then Jesus sitting uh, right next to Him, like on this right hand of God, you know, in His throne, um, I was also in a place where I could see tons and tons of people, uh, probably the ones that haven't been born yet, um, and they were kind of like in a. <laughs> The, the one thing that I can actually think of describing is uh, the Roman Empire. <laughs> really? Um, with those huge uh, buildings and everything made out of, like, stone type of thing. Um, yeah. And there were steps. And in those steps, there were, like, cascades, water. Uh, it was completely beautiful. Uh, the atmosphere, it's warm um, and it's just completely peaceful and gentle. I, seriously, like you can't describe that here on Earth. <laughs> well, yeah, and nature, and, and you've had that enough. now. You've had that place to go back to that you could just hold on yes. to. I mean, what a gift! What a gift! It, it, it's quite amazing. And then I actually saw our our heavenly mother. She's completely beautiful. Her hair is so long with colors that shine kind of like a rainbow. Really? Um, all the way down to the floor and more. And she was surrounded by by a lot of people that were kind of like grown up, you know? Some... But it, it, that, that's, that's what I saw. And I don't know what that message is, probably because, like you were saying, you want to actually um, be somewhere... And you, you ask to be somewhere, but in difficult times, 
there is that hope. Right. That it's beautiful. No, no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. God bless you. I thank you so much for that. That's courageous calling in and sharing that today. You have a wonderful weekend. God bless you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. All right. Thank Bye. You. We have Edison is in Chesterfield, Virginia. Chesterfield County. Hi. Edison, are you still with us? Yes, sir. How do you do? I would love. I'm doing awesome. I just heard that. I can hardly wait to hear from you. Well, sir, um, I was trying to figure out when I was I was I was 14 years old. I'd spent the night over uh, that weekend with Malcolm in uh, a place called Petersburg, Virginia. Oh yeah, I've been there. And uh, I, I I I wondered if it was a vision or a dream. And then as I got older in life, in my 20s, I read where it said, you know, that our young men shall uh, see visions and our old men shall dream dreams. So I took that for God's word, right. it, literally. Here's where I was at. I was in the bedroom, and I just, I was, it was kind of, you know, it was just, it was one of those days, and I just, it was, it was, you know, nice. Uh, as I remember, I woke up, and, uh, but, or I, I, I woke up after the dream, I believe, uh, or vision, have you, but I heard, I was, I literally was looking by a window, a huge window, and there was some people standing there with me, and I could see up in the clouds. And I heard this loud, loud, unbelievable trump, trumpet. Wow. And somebody said, the Lord's coming. And I, I tried to, to, to ask God to please uh, forgive me of my sins. And the voice said, you don't have time. And I saw the clouds roll open like I've never seen anything. And I could see God. I, could, I mean, Jesus I, and the angels. I couldn't make it happen so fast. And after that, I spent my life from time to time. I've failed, but I've tried to, uh, to, to, uh, I've all, I've asked God to come into my life and, and, and save me. And I've tried to encourage others. That's all I've got to say, sir. Oh, wow. Thank you, Edison. That is so awesome. Well, we would love to hear your story. We have Pamera in Des Moines, Iowa. The number to call in and share is 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884. More stories and more on the Holy of Holies and more on the Jesus Labor Love. All coming up on the Christian Car Guy Show. Stay tuned. about visions and of course <laughs> mine that had to do with us being but dust or but dust depending on you how you want to say that but I think it was a really kind thing Jesus was doing for me as he showed me that hey it, it, Robbie I know that it's hard for you to manage your dad's illness right now and your ministries and all that's going on and 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 Jesus is phenomenally kind and he's saying, let's cut you a little slack here, you know. You are but dust. And he was showing me that in a way, something that I'd wanted to see for years and years and years. And so I have just been blessed out of my socks to hear these other visions. Of course, this is a car show, and we're going to get to the Jesus labor love. And it does have reference to, you know, how people get cars in their heart. And, and all this stuff does end up as dust. But right now we got 
Pamera is in Des Moines, Iowa. I'm very excited to hear about her vision. Pamera, you've hang on forever. You're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. Thank you so much. When you said Adobe earlier, yeah. I was brushing my teeth. My heart stopped because I, too, was given a vision with Adobe. And when you said to call in, needless to say, there's toothpaste everywhere. <laughs> I was so excited. This is the right time to share this. I have been waiting for over two years. Thank you. Wow. I was in the evening. I was in my time, which is not just prayer, but prayer, meditation, reflection, contemplation. You know. Oh, I love thing. that. I love that. Yes, yes, yes. So I was in that in that time. So I can't really tell you if I was in prayer, meditation, contemplation, or reflection. But it was that time, and that's what I was doing. And the Spirit overcame me. And this was the very first vision I'd ever had. I was blown away. I was screaming afterwards. Anyhow, I suddenly found myself. I'll be brief. I'll leave out quite a bit for time. But I want to tell you how it kicked off, because it was so bizarre. I found myself standing in front of what looked like a gigantic 33-millimeter reel of film casing. Oh, wow. It, I think that's what it would be, a metal, yeah. big, round thing. And coming out of it were two pieces of film, two squares. They were gigantic, like movie theater size. I'm standing in front of it. I was just suddenly in front of it. And I was told two words, us before. On these two, two pieces were images, and they were moving. But it wasn't like a movie. It was like looking through a window without glass. And I wondered what they were doing. And upon wondering what they were doing, I immediately found myself at the entrance to a city, and it was Adobe. I won't get into all the detail, but there was a circular like uh, wall in the middle of the courtyard um, for, for uh, sharing. There, oh, there was so much going on. But, I, but the gist, it was a city of forgiveness. It was a city, I'm, I'm about to shake, forgive me, forgive me, oh my God, I can't believe I'm able to tell it finally. It was a city of forgiveness, not a city of forgiveness, okay? It was the city of forgiveness and its consequential and resulting joy. But it was not just about forgiveness, it was about the symbiotic relationship we can have with forgiveness and its consequential and resulting joy. And if we have this symbiotic and a relationship with forgiveness, it also means we have a symbiotic relationship with one another as it pertains to forgiveness. I was informed there were other cities, but I wasn't shown those other cities. I was only shown this city of forgiveness with its symbiotic relationship. The people had a symbiotic relationship with the forgiveness of the city. The city was forgiveness. The foundation of the city was forgiveness. Without the symbiotic relationship with forgiveness, the city would not have stood, and that's why it doesn't stand now. The sacred knowledge of the symbiotic relationship is what was kept by the city, which was only governed by God. But anyways, oh, God... Had, had you ever? Thank you. Thank I'm, you so much oh, for me I am. It. I am. I can spend a lot of time re-listening to the podcast of this to hear that and think of the details of what you're describing. Had you ever considered the reason that it was Adobe was it was your heart? 
No, because I had never seen Adobe before. And actually, until you said Adobe, I had spent the last two years trying to describe to myself what it was that the structures were. Well, let me so let me just tell you this, Premier, and I hope this helps you because you you may be the very reason that this show is what it is today. I this morning. Literally, I've been taking care of my father, and he, and he wakes up at one in the morning terrified and, and all sorts of things going on. So I was exhausted, and I'm normally up praying at four, but this morning I couldn't get up that early because I was just exhausted. And I'm way behind getting my show ready and because I've been doing stuff all week trying to take care of him. And, and I'm praying way later than I normally do, but I just know what good's a show if you're not in it, God, so I need to pray. And so I'm praying and I asked God every morning, what's my word for the day? And I said, God, you know, I don't not need a word for today. I need to know what you want this show to be about today. And he said, Robbie, I want it to be about the Adobe. I want it to be about your heart. I want it to be about butt dust. <laughs> 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 and, 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 and I was, and he said, this this is for somebody specific. It, it was like, yeah, you've got listeners on 63 stations or whatever he said, but this is for somebody specific. So I don't know. It may be that other people are listening that it's, that it's blessing as well, but I'm guessing Pamara that you are the reason this show is what it is today. And Hello. I'm, I'm blessed out of my socks. Well, thank you. I'm blessed. I couldn't believe listening to this word. Ah, this is it. This is the moment. This is it. I knew someone had what was the And there you are in Des Moines, Iowa, KTIA <laughs> listening. Thank you. God bless Thanks, you Robbie. for listening today, and you have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, it's probably all the callers calling. They, they, just sharing these stories is so awesome. We have Roxanne is in North Carolina. Roxanne, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. We would love to hear your story. Good morning, Bobby. How are you? I'm excited to hear another one. I'm just like, whoa, wow. I'm going to really enjoy this podcast later to go back and listen to it again and again because I'd love to I hear it. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, oh, my goodness. The City of Forgiveness, that's a great, great message for people nowadays, I tell you. And if God is doing something in the church, uh, in my experience, is he is telling the church, forgive, forgive, and forgive. If you don't forgive each other, I will not forgive either. Exactly. And and in my experience, that's what he's doing. But anyway, uh, talking about visions, um, wonderful topic, Robbie. Um, many, many years ago, uh, going through tough times in my marriage and um, not knowing where we were heading, uh, working hard in the ministry and uh, the kids and so much and just issues in the marriage. Um, and I was telling the Lord, I don't think that I can handle this, Father. I don't think that I can go through this. I just don't know what to do. Uh, and I started telling him all the thoughts that I had about my, you know, about my husband and, um, crying and crying and crying some more. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, the Lord will wake me up in the middle of the night, and my usual prayer was from 2 to 3 to 4, once the kids were asleep, and that was my quiet time. But this was one, one of those nights where I just cried and cried and cried, and <laughs> my heart was in so much pain, and I told the Lord, I said, Father, I cannot do it anymore. 
I don't have the strength. And, uh, and I continue crying. And then, Robbie, on my um, right-hand side behind me, I turned around, and there he is. There is a man. It's an angel on his knees, and he is praying beside me. Oh, wow. And um, I saw that, Robbie, and this unhumanly strength, you know, came over. And um, I truly believe that that was a ministering angel, which comes and ministers to us. But the Lord allowed me to see it so that I would know I am right here with you. And I am giving you strength. And I am protecting you. Continue trusting. And I did. That was enough for me. After that, I told the Lord, I said, thank you, Father, because I know you're with me. Um, so visions are something that God gives us uh, to give us strength or knowledge beyond the ones that we are comprehending at that particular time. So I'm thankful for your show, and I will continue praying that the Lord oh, wow. continues to use you greatly, Robbie. Oh, as he's using you, and, and, and what an encouraging story. Wow. Yes. <laughs> well, you got to give us a couple seconds of what did this guy look like? Oh, would, would you hang on for us on the other side of the break? Because I, I would yes. love a little bit of a description because I'm jealous okay. again. <laughs> Thank you, Roxy. We'll be right back. All right. vision today <laughs> on the Christian Car Guys show and my particular vision, which had to do with butt dust and, you know, what all that went into. But right before the break, we have Roxanne here in North Carolina, and she was sharing a phenomenal story about a vision of this angel. Actually, she saw the angel. There he was praying there beside her bed as she was going through a really, really difficult time in her life and crying out to God and I wanted to hold on just for a minute so I could get a bit of a of what she saw when she saw this vision. Roxanne, you still with us? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, so tell us, what, what did he look like? My goodness. You know, I was sitting here, and I'm like, Lord, what did he look like? Um, he was on his knees. I didn't see his face. Um, he looked like a man, but he had this, um, not a... He had a, he's dressing, he was a, he had a robe, and he had a, a um, this, this robe, can, don't know, like, like goldish robe uh, around his waist. Um, the robe went uh, all the way to his feet. He had black, if I can remember well, black hair, and he was, his face was down. And he was praying. That was, I didn't see his face. Was it, was his, was his clothes radiant at all? Did you have that impression? Of it was white like silk. You know that silky white? Oh, yeah. 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 You know that silky white but, that, that, 
you know that material that shines right. it how long yeah. did how long did he stay there or how long did you get to uh, see him let's see here i was praying i looked back i saw him and you know what you know what happened you know with visions god deals with our hearts oh exactly and there's, and there's something that god wants to teach us so that we can grow so much stronger and um so that particular vision, when I saw him, and I saw him praying, but I saw him so intensely praying that I knew that God was telling me, don't hurt so much. Trust me. When I saw him, this, this overwhelming trust, and I went back, and I went back to pray. And I continued praying, uh, and then that changed my prayer life. No, I and bet. It changed, <laughs> and it also changed... You know, the way that I uh, dealt with tough um, tough times, I mean, through all my life. And I can tell you now, and that was about 20 years ago. So when I go and pray for any difficult time, I remember that God said to me, I am your strength, and I am there, right there with you. So um, just turning around and seeing him and knowing that God was there with me. Oh, Roxanne, that was, what that, yeah, wow. So, what um, a blessing. It was, yeah, the wonderful, the wonderful strength that he gives us, Robbie, through our vision, it, it, that, that was to me the experience that I kept with me. That you is, know, so I, absolutely. I oh, man, I'm so excited you called in. What courage you have after all that, that's gone on. So God bless you. I've got a move on, but I thank you so much for calling in today. What a wonderful, wonderful story. I'm going to have to cherish that some more. Thank you. God bless you for calling in today. God bless you as well, sir. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. I don't know that I'm going to get to all that, but, but, but that I wanted to get to, but, but believe me, God had other plans that with these stories, I'll, I'll cherish these forever. And I hope you'll go back and listen to the podcast and hear the different folks that called in with their visions today. It's so amazing how God is it clearly at work in our hearts. But my heart got kind of broken this week with our Jesus Labor Love, which is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And, you know, James one twenty says, pure, James one twenty seven says, pure and genuine religion is the sight of God the Father, in the sight of God the Father, means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. So... This week, the Jesus Labor Love, I wanted to just share a couple, you know, praise, is we had this lady, her husband was incarcerated, and she, and he was moved way, way, way away, and she needed oil change desperately in her car, and she really didn't have the gas money to go visit him, and so through the Jesus Labor Love, she is actually visiting him probably as we're speaking today, right now, because we got our oil changed, and we got the money there to help her with her gas money to go visit her husband. And, you know, I just don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> you know, we, we, the Lord blessed us to do a break job this week. He, he blessed us to help a lady with a catalytic converter. And so there's lots and lots of success stories. But we got a couple here that are kind of above our normal weight. So I want to reach out. So those of you listening in Greenville, South Carolina, especially, but everybody can be praying for this. But in Greenville, South Carolina, we have a single great-grandmother. This great-grandmother is helping support her granddaughter and her great-grandson. And their only car, an older Volvo, has blown the engine. In other words, she needs a car donated. 
So if you're in South Carolina or even the south part of North Carolina and you got a car that you've been thinking about donating that still runs, you know, maybe it has a thing or two wrong with it we can fix. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com. There you'll see the the Jesus Labor Love. When you click on that, you'll see ways to donate to donate a car. Send me an email, however you get to me, to let me know you're in South Carolina, you're in Southern North Carolina, you got a car to donate. This lady... Um, really needs transportation. There's all three of them and they're walking their, their, their son all the way to school, which is one thing right now, but when the weather turns cold and wet and all that, you can imagine they, they really need a car. And then this other one that we have is a lady actually in North Carolina. And again, a situation where the engine blew and her whole story, by the way, is at christiancarguy.com under the prayer request. You can, you can see her story there. Of course, you know, we don't give any names or anything like that. And she is in a, a bad way financially, actually living with her parents. And her parents don't have a car. So between the three of them, they don't have you know, mother, father, and daughter. They don't have a car between them. And they had this car that, unfortunately, she had taken a loan out at one of these places that supposedly easy credit. And that ended up with a really difficult situation. You can read again the story at christiancarguy.com at all she's gone through with this loan, which she still, she is, well, actually she's paid it down to 3,600 and now this car needs an engine, which, you know, the people there in her area quoted her $7,000. But I, I found an engine that, that, that we probably can get mostly donated. So maybe seven or $800 for the engine and, and probably a thousand dollars for the labor to get it installed. And again, the opportunity to donate for either of these causes is always there at christiancarguy.com. But also, more importantly, as you can tell from all the people that called in today, your prayers mean a ton. And, and, and I know that these folks in distress would love and covet your prayers, that, that God's going to meet their need, because it, it, it just brings him uh, all kinds of glory. I know I, I, I get a chance to see that. I get a chance to pray with these ladies. And... Um, it, it just blows me away to see how God works through this. And often, 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 what's going on is, is just like Roxanne shared. They have a sense they're not alone in this. And, and if you read some of the stories or you, or you go to our Facebook page or look at ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll, you'll see often they feel absolutely alone. They feel abandoned. Nobody's there for them. And, and, and there are so many other agencies out there you would think that might help these folks. Well, I can assure you, <laughs> we try our best to try to find these things. But often, you know, for whatever, you know, loophole these people fall into, that you know, they have no way to get help. And so this ministry is such a godsend to them. And I thank you for all that you do along those lines. If you want to see all I was going to talk about, the sanctuary your heart is and all that's involved with Adobe and all that stuff, um, I posted an article this morning. It's called Butt Dust, <laughs> as you might imagine, along with what I think is a beautiful picture of a car rusting into the ground as, as well as your heart. So, uh, again, I am beyond grateful for the courageous folks that called in and shared their visions today. And I'm going to really look forward to go back and listen to the podcast of this. We um, are so grateful for you listening today. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and he got it all done in 33 years and and we are but dust i mean i can't get it all done today neither can you i understand just take time to spend with god and and you'll get a lot more done thanks for listening to the christian car guy show